So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta podcast. I'm your host, Doc Jake Swart, and I'm here with the owner and founder of the Rack Athletic Performance Center. His name is Ed Miller. He is doing some incredible things, and I'm super stoked to get him on the podcast. So, Ed, what is up, my man? How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Good, good. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I know your time is super valuable, and so so I've, I'm appreciative of being able to hop on the podcast here. Um, but man, I, I guess I got to ask you first and foremost, like, can you just give our audience like a little bit of a background of like who you are, kind of the vision that you have or for the, uh, for the rack and kind of how it was kind of what, what's its foundation? How was it created? Sure. So, uh, my background is in kinesiology. Um, mm-hmm. and I have been doing some kind of training, uh, you know, personal training, uh, uh, performance training, what, whatever you want to call it since uh 2006 so i've been doing this for about 14 years um around the atlanta area and i um i originally went to school for criminal justice um and kind of decided very early on that that was not what i i really wanted to do and and, uh, (laughs) i probably a good call not to get too political on the podcast right now but it's probably a good call Yeah, uh, looking back on it, you know, it it, uh, it was a good decision. Uh, you know, my, my brother and sister were both in law enforcement. Um, my brother still is in law enforcement. And so, you know, that's, I, I wouldn't want to have, you know, that, that job right now, especially in, in today. Um, but um, I, I left school and kind of went home and worked for two years and decided that I didn't really want to do that either. And so decided to go back to school. And so I, um, I put myself through school and, uh, like I said, finished with, uh, a degree in kinesiology or exercise science. Um, and the whole time that I was kind of finishing school, I was still doing personal training and training people and stuff like that. And I, um, I can remember in, in 2011, I had a client at a place where I was tell me, you know, if you are, are really serious about trying to make this a career, you need to go. Um, I guess it's okay for me to say other businesses on the, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I, they told me you need to, you need to go work for Wellbridge and, um, you need to go work for originally they said concourse athletic club, which I don't know if you're familiar with, with concourse athletic club or not. And, uh, but I wound up going to work for athletic club Northeast, which is, uh, right up the road. Okay. Yeah. Right here. It's literally one exit up. uh, (laughs) And, uh, and, and so I was there from 2011 until 2016 and Mm -hmm. I, 
uh, you know, finished my degree while I was there. Um, I got married when I was there. Nice. Um, I, uh, you know, five years is a long time to, to work anywhere. And I, especially in this industry, yeah. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed my time there. I, I learned a lot about more of the business side of training and, yeah. um, you know, I, I networked, uh, a lot while I was there. And that was kind of one of the main things that that place taught me was, was how to network and how to build a network, um, of, of people. And, um, in 2015, uh, myself and another uh, trainer there at the time kind of started kicking around the idea of uh, going out on our own. And um, I told this story on the podcast about a couple, maybe about a month ago. And uh, so I, right out of college, I, I knew I wanted to work with athletes. And I mean, that's, that's what everybody wants to do, right? Like everyone wants to work with athletes. And, and I try to tell people all the time, like, you know, it's, that's great. And, um, I mean, I, I want to work with everyone and that's, that's a part of my problem. And we'll kind of, <laughs> I'll kind of like, you know, talk more about that, but, uh, yeah. you know, everyone wants to, I think everyone has these visions of grandeur about, you know, I'm going to work with athletes, you know, and, uh, you know, athletes don't always pay the bills. You know? <laughs> right. And, and so like, if you, uh, if you, uh, if you, if you don't want to work with anyone other than athletes, I think you're kind of setting yourself up, you know, to, to not, I'm not saying you can't be successful, but you're kind of setting your, you're limiting yourself. And for sure. And, um, and so I, uh, we started talking about the idea of maybe, you know, going out on our own. And, but back in 2014, when I had graduated college, um, I got the opportunity to go work for uh, what then I thought was my dream job. Yeah. And, um, I was there for about a month and, and coming in, they had told me <clears throat> like, Hey, we don't really have a spot for you yet. Right. We, we want you, but we don't really have a spot for you. So we want you to come in and we want you to kind of learn our system and kind of learn, you know, how we train athletes and stuff like that. And, um, so I did, I did a lot of work for free. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of shadowing and, and stuff like that, which, you know, we could do a whole nother podcast on oh, yeah. uh, how no one wants to do anything for free anymore in this for business. Sure. And, and, uh, but <clears throat> so I, I did that for almost two months and, and there came a time where, uh, they, they had to fire some of their employees and some of their coaches and they, they came to me and they were like, Hey, we need you yeah. now. And, <laughs> I had kind of made up my mind that like, I just wasn't comfortable leaving where I was yet. Yeah. And it was going to be a big jump for me. And I had just gotten married, you know, yeah. at the time. So this and, was when you were working with, uh, with the athletic Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't comfortable leaving ACN yet. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I actually turned the job down and dang, and thinking like, that's my dream job. And, you know, and yeah. so, uh, pretty much all of 2014 was spent like just kicking myself and thinking like I missed a huge opportunity, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking and, and all this and um, flash forward to the beginning of 2015. Um, I actually was put in contact with the same company mm -hmm. and uh, or the same business and yeah. 
they were willing to give me a second chance. Nice. And uh, they kind of brought me in and, and interviewed me again and kind of the same thing. They were like, you know, we don't really have a spot for you right now, but we want you to come in and we want you to kind of run our, uh, our adult, you know, they were trying to, they were trying to get more into the adult training too. Yeah. And, um, they said, we kind of want you to run like our boot camps, you know, with yeah. that. And I was like, okay, you know, and, yeah. and that's fine. And, and so I was literally on my way to the second interview uh, with the owner again. And, and, you know, they said the owner just kind of wants to talk to you and really wants to iron some stuff out because of last time. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on the way to the interview and I get a call from someone and, and, uh, they said, Hey, uh, what would you think about opening your own facility? And, and I want to invest in, in you and I want to invest in, in your facility. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sounds dope. Like I'm not taking this job. And, right. so, and so I, I go to the interview and in the back of my mind, the whole time we're talking, I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking this job. And, and so, um, so I leave and, and uh, you know, the same thing, like they didn't really have a spot for me and you know, whatever. And literally less than a week later, they call me and they're like, Hey, we just had to fire two of our coaches. Like we need you right now. And I was like, well, actually I'm going to go out on my own and open my own. <laughs> so I'm not going to be taking the job. And, and so need, needless to say like that, you know, that bridge was burned and, For sure. uh, you know, and, and I've, I've been up there since to uh, a seminar and I've kind of, you know, talked with the guys and laughed with the guys about it. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but of, uh, have you ever seen a, uh, do you watch Parks and Rec or ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me like, uh, like Ben, how he has to turn down the accounting job or he turns on the accounting job. Like he, he gets their hopes up, man. And then he just yeah. drops them down. That's what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> so, so like, uh, you know, I, I go back to ACN and was talking with one of my other, uh, uh one of the other trainers that, that worked there. And, um, we were kind of like, you know, two of the top trainers there at yeah. the time. And, and, um, I said, Hey, you know, here's the deal. Like, what would you think about, you know, like partnering up? We got, I got a, this guy that wants to invest in a business and, he was like, absolutely. So we took most of 2015 to kind of plan that and yeah. kind of right towards the end of 2015, that investor had to pull out. Oh, dang. And, you know, we totally understood, you know, yeah. why he, he had to pull out. And, um, but it was like, it was really like devastating. And, and we were like, well, man, you know, are we going to get this thing off the ground? And so, we, right we kind of just said, well, let's just try to do it ourselves. And yeah, the seeds are already planted, man. You, yeah. you guys weren't trying to back then. Yeah. yeah you know, and so we had built up a really good clientele base and uh, between the two of us. And I actually had one of my clients, um, you know, come to me and say, well, you know, how much do you think you would need you know, yeah. to open? And mm -hmm. I gave him a price and, <clears throat> and he said, well, what about if I just give you that money Mm -hmm. And then his payment back, you know, how, how many months or how many packages or, you know, however you want to do, how much would that buy me in training? And I said, it would buy you about two years in training. And he yeah. said, why don't you just train me two years you know, as yeah. a payback? And, and I was what? like, okay, like, yeah. done, done. Yeah, sign <laughs> me up. And, and so, um, so that's kind of how we opened. We, we, uh, we were scheduled to 
Yeah, we were scheduled to open in January 2016. We didn't open until February. Just we had some um, we had some pushback from the city of Brookhaven and and kind of had to get uh, some some more things needed to be done to the to the space before we could open. Yeah, and that uh, was kind of out of our hands. And so um, we opened in February of 2016, and um, it was just myself and my business partner at the time. And yeah. Um, you know, in 2017, we hired our first couple of coaches. Um, 2018, we, um, we went from a 40, a little under 4,600 square foot, uh, facility and we expanded over into next door. Um, so now we're around probably 8,200 wow. uh, square feet. Huge and, space, man. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, we've grown every year since then. Um, you know, last year I, I wound up uh, buying my business partner out of the business. Yeah. And so it's, it's just myself now. Yeah. And, um, I have three coaches that work for me right as of right now. And, uh, you know, um, 2020 as I'm sure for everyone has been, it's been a know, ride, man, <laughs> a wild ride. And yeah, you know, but we're, we're still, we're still doing great. And, you know, we're, Good. we're going to finish 2020 strong, you know, hopefully. And, you know, kind of start to plan for next year. So. That's awesome, man. Dude, that's, that's a hell of a story, dude. So like, I mean, yeah. what a roller coaster. You guys went from, uh, I mean, you went from turning down a job with a prestigious company twice or, or one that you like considered like your dream job, dream yeah. job. You got it twice, turned it down yeah. twice. Um, yeah. went at, went to bat with this investor who ended up pulling out yeah. Said, you know, essentially screw it. Don't need, don't need the investor. But then because of the, because of how good of a trainer or how good of a coach you guys are, um, and the relationships that you, that you had worked the previous five years at your other job, uh, curating, yeah. you're yeah. able to still make the dream happen, man. Well, that's, um, you know, we were, we were very fortunate. Like I said, um, <clears throat> you know, none of this is possible without our clients. Right. And like we have, I, I say this all the time, but I, I really believe we have the best clientele base um, around. And, yeah. uh, you know, we have people that really believe in what we do. And, you know, we're really, really fortunate and, and very lucky in that respect that, you know, we were able to kind of bring pretty much the majority of our clientele base with us when we opened up. And so, yeah, that, that's what's the heart. You know, <clears throat> I'm all for people. Uh, opening a business and you know having the dream and everything like that and yeah you know but you got to fill it and <laughs> yeah and, you got to make it happen man yeah and so yeah. a lot of times you know if you open with no clients you know that's that's really really tough and uh, sure. you know we were very very lucky to bring you know the majority of our clientele with us so yeah well, I think that just goes to speak to like the coaching that you guys do and there's the product that you guys deliver the um obviously the the community and and that that you drive around your training um because I don't think any of that would have been like you gotta have you gotta have an m v p you gotta have that minimal viable product right which is the training so that's that's just like that's just like the ante to get in the door you know um but then on top of that, all the, all the work that you clearly do to show that you tr are truly interested and have an, have an ardent desire to um, improve and work with your clients and make them the best version of themselves. I think, I mean, none of that, like you said, none of that would have happened. Your client wouldn't have been willing to go to bat for you like that if he wasn't thinking that it was going to be a success, you know? Yeah. So I doubt he would have done that for just any coach in the Atlanta area to coach him for two years. I'm yeah. sure that that's very specific to you and what you guys bring to the table. So I think that's incredible. What... 
what is it though that you think so like like outside of the community let's talk about like the training that you guys do over at uh the, the rack because i think it's very different than what a lot of people think of when they think of um training because i think a huge part of the i mean obviously it's in the name uh the rack athletic performance center uh so what exactly uh how do you guys set up your training like what, what's the modality or what's the methodology of how you guys operate over there so we're a little different than than probably your uh your regular uh sports performance facility, athletic performance, you know, whatever you want to call it, strength and conditioning facility. Yeah. Uh, I kind of allow my coaches to have, you know, their autonomy and they, they, uh, I don't tell them how to train clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I hire uh, based off of qualifications that we look for and we all kind of have our different style of training. Yeah. Um, We don't train one way. Um, you know, like I train differently than, than the next coach and the next coach might train differently than the other coach. But the thing about us here is when we write programming, we write programming based off of the individual and the individual's needs and goals and, and what they need and want. So, yeah, if you're coming in to train with me, uh, you know, predominantly, but if I'm not available at a certain day or time that you need and you need to train with one of my coaches, you're not doing that coach's program. You're doing your program. Right. And that coach is just leading the session and coaching the program. I, I think, you know, we're all competent enough to, to train, you know, any way and, and to regress or progress if we feel like we need to in a program. But um, so we really don't have one individual way of, of programming, you know. Um, right. Everything is, like I said, kind of based off the individual. Like I, I have a certain – uh, way that I prefer to train, but I try not to, I try not to make a client fit my system. I try to make the system fit the client. Um, if that makes sense. Totally. Totally. Dude, I think that's awesome. I think, um, so is it all, is it so, all right. So I'm a client, I'm coming in, I'm like, Ed, I want to train, uh, here at the facility. Is there any type of like vetting process that you see like who fits, who would like, would that person fit with the right trainer kind of deal or or with the right coach? Yeah. And that, that's kind of based off of what they want out of their training. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's, uh, just say if it's, and I, I'm just saying this just cause I, I got an email the other day about this. <laughs> yeah. If it's someone that wants to come in and do Olympic lifts and they want to work on their Olympic lifts, I know that's not necessarily my thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not, uh, my, ego, I guess, isn't big enough to say I, I'm the only one that can handle everything. Like I can, I can pass off and I can refer to another coach. Right. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have three really good coaches on staff, you know, that I can refer to that have right. different skill sets. And so, you know, that in, in that respect, yes. Like, you know, if you're coming in for a certain thing and, and either I don't have the time or I don't, I don't feel comfortable enough doing that. I, you know, I will put them with a coach that I feel like fits them better. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So it sounds like, and I love that cause this is something that, uh, that I've recently heard on a, on a podcast. Um, and, uh, it's something that I think is, is really true and, and needs to be better understood in just about any industry, but it sounds like you guys kind of nailed uh, put like really nailed it. It's like, Sounds like you're trying to be helpful instead of just right. <laughs> yeah. Know? You know, at, the, at the end of the day, like that's, that's what this business is about. It's about helping people. And yeah. you know, it's um, again, like I don't think I have all the answers. Um, yeah. 
I'm not, I am not above learning. So I can learn something from everybody. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I might, we might differ on the way that we get to the end goal. Right. As long as we get to the end goal, that's what matters to me. And the client is happy. That's what matters to me. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so kind of like you said, like it's, it's not about being right. It's just about being, I guess the right person. Correct. Um, yeah. Dude, I think person. that's awesome. I think, and, and guys, for, for those of you listening, like <laughs> don't let Ed's uh, humble nature uh, think, <laughs> make you think that he is inept or, or, or unqualified in any way. This is a badass dude. Who's a, who's a hell of a coach. Um, and has some badass people coming to his gym to get training from him and the rest of his staff over there. Uh, I mean, he works with anybody from um, like NFL athletes go through, walk through his doors to, um, to just like um, active adults trying to stay healthy. And I think, um, and I think to your point, like everyone thinks that they want to go and work with athletes uh, as, as a coach or a trainer or PT as well, or physical therapist. Um, but I think what people mean by that, and, and I'm painting with a little bit of a broad stroke here, but I think what people really mean by that is they want to work with people who want to get better who have a drive yeah. to want to improve themselves that's that's more superficial than just like oh i want to get better I, I have the i have motivation to get better like no they yeah. it's like part of their moral fiber of who they are to be better well hey, you say that and i i mean the the majority of new coaches or trainers that are right out of college that come in yeah and I, I get it all the time. They're like, well, I only want to work with athletes. And it's like, well, what, who have you worked with before? Well, I've never worked with anyone. And it's like, well, okay. I mean, you, you kind of got to, you know, you kind of got to pay your dues a little bit. And, and uh, you know, I went for, like I said, I've been doing this since 2006. And, yeah. and uh, I, I've trained pretty much anyone that you can think of. And, mm -hmm. you know, there were times where I wasn't making any money. You know, but, right. but to me, if you're getting, if you're getting into this industry or this business and you're doing it for the money, you will fail. Sure. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because people are, are very smart mm -hmm. and people can see and people can read. And, and if they, if you get that stigma about you, like, Hey, this guy or girl doesn't care about the training aspect. All they care about is getting paid at the end. Yeah. And, and I've seen it happen time and time again, you, you will not be successful in this business. And, and um, I can't wow. remember if, I, if we spoke about this the other day when you stopped by, but like, you know, I have done and not to make myself sound like a martyr or anything like that, yeah. but yeah, but, I, I have done and continue to do so much stuff for free just because I have had a lot done for me in yeah. my career. And I feel like it, I feel like I want to give back as much as possible. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, obviously people have to make money. Yeah, you know? for sure. But I, I can honestly say, and I think if you talk to anyone in here and anyone that I work with, I think they would tell you that if I could do this for free, I 100% yeah and i know everyone says that and <laughs> and stuff like that but again if you talk to all of my clients that come in the door like they would tell you yeah he he would train us for free like and, and because that's what's the saying people don't know how much or people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care like yeah. that's that is how i have tried to you know live my career and and run my business and so for sure. 
I think a lot of people, a lot of people, and it's pretty pervasive. It's pervasive in just about every industry, but it, uh, strength and conditioning is, is no, no different, but um, people want to, or coaches want to try to be successful um, without trying to add any, va- any value. It, it, and like, you have to, you, they're just chasing success instead of chasing like impact on people's lives. And as soon as you start impacting people's lives, that success and value and monetary um, uh, fulfillment will come to a degree. Um, but yeah, and I think, I th- but I think that comes to the culture too, man, like uh, that you guys, that you guys develop over at the rack. Like you have smart coaches um, who are taken care of and um, they're able to then go and, and, f- and their cup is, is relatively full. So then they're able to go and give uh, as much as they can uh, yeah. to, to their clients and their clients feel that. And, and then it becomes like a, a very beneficial uh, cycle for everyone involved. Um, that's awesome. So like, okay, so then, uh, I'm that patient again. I'm coming in and you're like, and I'm that guy who wants to do the Olympic lifting. You put me with your coach who specializes in Olympic lifting. And then, uh, like what, like you'll, you'll write, he'll write out a program for, uh, however long would we deemed would be appropriate based off the goals that I have. Yep, and we, then it's, we, go, we go through an assessment process, um, you know, kind of based off your assessment, your goals, um, we will write or, you know, whoever your coach is will write your programming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then kind of, walk you through the steps of, you know, here's what we offer, you know, what fits you best, you know, what yeah. do you, what do you feel like fits you best, you know, um, for your goals, you know, this is the minimal amount of time that, that we're going to need to work with you, you know, yeah. what fits you best yeah and, and, and kind of go from there, you know, um, yeah. and again, a lot of times um, our schedules will get, you know, pretty busy and it's, <laughs> yeah, and I bet it kinda, does. it's kind of first come, first serve, you know, from yeah. a scheduling standpoint. So, um, you know, if I'm booked up and I have a client, it's like, Hey, I need to get in at this time. I'm like, well, you know, look with another coach, look at another coach's mm-hmm. schedule. Because again, you're still doing your program. You're not doing right. that coach's program. Like it's yeah. still the program that I wrote for you. Right. So, yeah. Um, I love it. And you just have smart coaches that are in there and filling up a, or in the gym at a certain time that can oversee a, anybody's program or, or right. it, patterns. Cause they have it, the program there. And to me, that's kind of the art of coaching um, yeah. you know, to begin with. Like, you know, you should be able to um, – anyone should be able to kind of run a program and and be able to either regress or progress, um, you know, that client. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be like a coach has no idea what they're doing, you know, reading a program when, when a client comes to them, you know, just because they've been working with another coach. So Right, right. That's awesome, man. So then – I guess like this may be a loaded question because I'm sure there's no right answer, but who would be like an ideal person to like come if if there's somebody listening, they're like, man, I wonder if if I'm a good fit here. I'm I'm sure just about anybody listening is, but like if you had to say like who an ideal client is for you, who would it be? Anyone that wants to improve. Yeah. Um, You know, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, um, you know, we have our, our kind of motto is commit, progress, excel. Yeah. So anyone that is willing to commit to the, to what it takes, you know, to, to meet those goals that you want to meet, like that's who we're enthused to work with. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter who the client is or, or what type of client it is. It's just anyone that wants to improve. Yeah. Um, you know, that's awesome, man. And I think it's important too uh, for people to recognize that, that, you, that they're getting like individualized programming written specifically for them um, with, with how you guys kind of operate versus um, like your, your stereotypical, like group fit, uh, 
like almost boot camp style group fitness where you got 20, 25 people in there. There's a time and place for that for sure. Um, but if you're very goal specific and you and you want to be committed to a process of, of personal development um, from a, from a um, fitness standpoint and wellness standpoint, uh, it's, it's sometimes it can be tough to do that when everybody's on the same bus going in the same direction and the same speed, you know? Um, so I think that's awesome. I love that your guys' model <laughs> is here. I'm glad that that client took a risk on you guys and, and gave you the funding that you guys needed. Cause you guys are doing incredible things for Atlanta um, and, and the, in the surrounding area. Um, Ed, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, or if they wanted to learn more about the rack athletic performance center, uh, what would be an appropriate way for them to do that? Um, we're on social media, pretty much all platforms. We're just the rack APC. Um, I know on Instagram, that's what we are. That's what we are on Twitter. Um, you know, Facebook, I don't know how many people still use Facebook, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're just, uh, the rack athletic performance center on there. Um, you can also just email me and it's just ed at the rack Um, you know, and, uh, I'm pretty, at least I try to be pretty, uh, proactive and, and, and return emails and kind of, a, you know, promptly fashion. So, yeah. Um, or, you know, we really just, I honest God, I just tell people to stop by like, <laughs> you know, cause yeah. somebody's going to be here and, um, just stop by and, yeah. you know, and kind of hang out, chat if you want to, if you have the time, you know, walk around, see the place. And, um, you know, so we, from, from a business standpoint, everything in here was handpicked um, equipment wise. And, you know, it's all driven with a purpose and, and yeah. uh, you know, that to, to me, that's, well, not to me, but uh, I like to spend money. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm constantly trying to, you've got, you've got more toys in that gym than any, I, any facility than probably most I, collegiate pro sports programs. I know I'm constantly trying to argue with my wife, you know, to, to get her to let me buy more, more shit, but you know, um, <laughs> uh, so, but, um, you know, but that, that's a big part of our, that's a big part of our business is yeah. we're like, I've never seen this stuff before. Like, you know, or I'm, I'm coming in and I've got, an injury. Like, I don't think I can squat. And it's like, well, yeah, you can. You just got loaded up differently, man. You can do yeah, it. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. We, we got a belt squat. Like, you know, you can, you can do it. And it's like, so to me, that's just another, uh, you know, another, that's just another way that I've tried to run the business is, is I, I always try to have things that I always wanted in mm-hmm. other places and I was never able to use. So, yeah. Uh, so it sounds like there's no excuses if nobody's, if somebody can't, uh, can't reach their goals at your gym, you've got the, you've got the training, you've got the coaches and you've got all the equipment you could possibly want. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, guys. So uh, just recap, this is Ed Miller from the athletic performance center. Um, they're located up near the Brookhaven area. Um, if you're in that surrounding area, or if you're looking for some, for some badass one-on-one personal training and coaching, uh, to really kind of achieve like your own personal goals from a sports or performance aspect, um, or just a, a performance meaning just like daily life aspect too, um, don't hesitate uh, to reach out to these guys. You're gonna, you're going to achieve your goals there. And, uh, I couldn't recommend them more. So Ed, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.